0: Oh, he's faithful, isn't he? He's so faithful. He's so faithful. You guys can be seated, if you can, in the presence of the Lord. Thank you so much for being here with us today at Eastgate Church. My name is Josh. I'm lead pastor here, which means I'm lead servant here. And uh, we hope that you feel uh, welcome. We hope that you feel loved. We hope that you feel the presence of God. tell you... So many times churches are wonder, worried about whether or not people are impressed with the lights or the quality of the music or the this, that, or the other. We hope you haven't felt that in any way here. What we want is for you to feel the presence of God, okay? He's the only one. He's the only one that matters. And if you don't know him today, hopefully by the end of the day, you will. Yes. Tell you what, man, we're going to have some fun today. We've got a guest. I call him a guest. He's really a friend. He's family. He's family. I love this guy. I love this guy. I won't go over the resume because he will go nuts if I do that. But let me just tell you, this guy's been there, done that. And uh, God has moved powerfully in his life, through his life, through his ministry. And uh, man, I'm just going to introduce you as a friend and as a brother. I love this guy. Uh, you ever, ever heard that saying, brother from another mother? Yeah. Yeah. That's this man right here, I tell you. Um, Eastgate Church, if you will, let's give God praise and show some love for my friend, my brother, and our family member, Mr. Corey Condry, as he comes to share the word today. Come on, man.
1: I love you, brother. Man, I love you, too. Don't make them like you all. And and what I mean by that is I remember the first time I came here yeah. and I was just impressed with the excellence. And I would drive by and I was like, I didn't know all of that was in here.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> looked like a cracker barrel on the outside to you, it <laughs> <cover laughs> <the dust>. does. <laughs>
1: But I'm gonna tell you, you, you all have some amazing pastors, and will y'all just celebrate Pastor Kelly? Come
2: so, on, the family, Pastor Josh, come on, y'all yeah. give it up for your pastors. Y'all yeah, up for come on, these are your pastors and the leaders. Come on.
1: You know, we, we get the opportunity to hear you all on the radio every Sunday. And some Sundays, I'm just cracking up, man. I mean, I'm just like, one minute Josh is, is all serious. And I'm like, man, God is really in that place. And then all of a sudden, he says, some of y'all are not saved because you keep going for the wrong football team. <laughs> How many Arvin fans are really in the building right now? Well, we got a few. All right. How many Georgia fans are really here right now? I see, I see what you're see. going through now. <laughs> see,
0: the fields are white for harvest, I'm telling you right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I'm one of these guys that um, I, I like to be led by the Holy Ghost, yeah. by the Spirit of God. And it was something about when Pastor Josh and I um, was down here. Mm-hmm. on, the, and, and Josh was right here, and I was right here and y'all were singing the song Waymaker. Yeah. And it was like Miracle Worker, but then you just stayed there. That is who you are. Yeah. And you just kept saying it over and over and over again. And I was like, that's a song within itself. Yeah. You know, can, can we just go back to that moment if y'all don't mind? Just, just for a second, the, the Miracle Worker, Waymaker. Yeah, promise keeper and, and as they're getting ready to take us there what I want you to do this morning is I want you to set your heart in the right position ready to receive what God has for you because for some of you you're not supposed to be here still and you're still alive, and God still has you here on this earth for a reason. You're living, you're still alive, and you're here for a reason. And He's making provision for you. Do you believe He's making a way for you right now? If you do right now, just lift your hands right now. Because that's our it is. Yeah.
2: Sing that right there. That is. And if you know it, sing your hearts. That's who you are, that is who you are, that is who you are. That is the one that makes that a way out of no way.
1: right there keep saying that right there that is who you are. keep singing that he's a healer that is who you are. he makes a way when there's no way who's the one who provides that for me who that's who you are is coming against that me. Is He's are. the one who stands in the gap.
2: That is, that is who he is. is. who you
1: As you were singing it, I started to think about my life and all the things that I've gone through in my life, right? I keep singing that. Mm-hmm. And I began to sit down right there in that seat for a reason because it started to get real heavy, and I was just like, man, God, you brought me through this, and God, you brought me through that. And God, you brought me through that and that. And then after that, I got to the point, there were so many moments he started bringing me through it. Has anybody in here has ever gone through the storm of life? You've ever gone through something and God has brought you through to something? Am I the only one today that has gone through something? And it began to get so heavy. that I said, you know what, I got to sit down. The Bible says this. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. The word of God says this. It says train up a child in the way that he or she should go. And if they depart, they'll do what? They'll return. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, the word is so good because that was me. My mom and and dad, they raised me the right way and then I departed. I moved to Atlanta in 95. I don't know if y'all know the rapper Ludacris and the actress Lala, but we all started at Hot 97, which is Hot 1079. We started together. Ryan Cameron was on in the mornings. And I found myself all of a sudden hanging out with Prince and all of these secular artists. And we were just babies. We were your age. We were just kids getting started. And then I watched God take my life, and in 1997, I got fired. I went from an intern to being an intern to getting hired, working hard, to getting fired for something I didn't even do. Have you ever been accused for anything? Have anybody ever been accused? Show of hands in here. And you know, like, man, I didn't do that. I got accused for something, and I'm like, God, what are you doing? only to get fired to go homeless in 1997 I went homeless faith comes by hearing and hearing the word and the Word of God says say all things all things work together for the good and here I am now homeless and I'm in the car and I'm like this doesn't feel good this doesn't feel good. I don't know about you, but there's nothing good about living in the car. And now I'm homeless. I lost my job. Only for the number one radio guy invited me to live with him. And he was working on his syndicated radio show. And he says, I'm gonna teach you how to do syndicated radio. And you're going to produce my show. Somebody say serve. When you serve others, God will promote you and elevate you. But at that time in my life, I didn't know that I was just serving him. I just needed a roof over my head. I just needed a meal. I didn't want to sleep in the car any longer, you know? And so here I am. I'm serving this guy, and he starts teaching me radio on a bigger level. And then I get a phone call from V103, and V103 goes, hey, we want to hire you. We want to make you our promotion marketing coordinator. Would you like the job?" I said, yeah, I would love the job. And I'll never forget the day I'm in his basement and we're shooting basketball. And I said, if I make this shot, V103 is going to hire me. We do stupid stuff like that, right? (laughs) And I was like, swish. I said, man, I think I'm going to get the job. But in that season, that's where my faith, that's how my faith was moving. Long story short, I get the job at V103, they hired me. And then after that, as time went on, we retired our morning guy, his name was Mike Roberts. We bring in our new morning guy by the name of Frank Ski. And then after that, I asked Mike, I said, man, I've been wanting to be on the radio so bad, but nobody would give me the opportunity to be on the radio. Will you hire me and let me come to market number 147? See, back then, Atlanta was market number 12. And people looked at me like I was crazy. They were like, you're gonna go to market number 147 just to be on the radio? But there was a burning desire inside my heart. There was a passion that was inside of my heart. And so Mike Roberts, he hires me and I moved to Macon, Georgia. Mike was only paying me $12,000 a year that was it it was a thousand dollars a year but i worked to deal with them i said look give me a live broadcast once a week for one hour and i'll work with that and so i go to this club and i became the promoter and then i started making a lot of money off the door off the club and then after that This one guy was driving by. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. God will take his desires for you and put it inside your heart. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you don't understand why you have to go around 285 when you just wanna go (laughs) 7585. And for the alabama friends you just want to go (laughs) i-20 and here i am going 285 and i'm like god why am i going around all i want to do is just be on the radio in a major market and then here comes this guy headed to albany georgia he happened to be the program director in washington dc but he owned a radio station in albany he heard me on the radio he says corey I want to hire you, and here's the thing I left out. the station that we were on he was like number one hundred something in the marketplace, right? That's how they do in radio, like ratings. He ends up in our first rating book. we took his show in the station number one in the first book, but here's the cool part. Mike looks at me. And he says, Coke, please don't leave me. But I got offered the job in Washington, D.C. Here's the cool thing about the promotion. Sometimes in life, God will allow you to be broken. If you ever look at it, he breaks the bread, right? God breaks bread and then he does what then he blesses the bread and I started looking at my life and I'm like he breaks me he blesses me he breaks me he blesses me he breaks me he blesses me how many of you hate going through the breaking part of life they say Co if you sign this piece of paper right here this is just your signing bonus if you just say yes to coming to Washington, D.C., which was market number, how many of y'all remember Y2K, you remember that? Remember when they thought at midnight, everything was just gonna crash and all of that was gonna happen? Y2K was the day I moved to Washington, D.C., and that was my first day in D.C. But prior to that, they said, if you sign right here, this will be your signing bonus. I kid you not, Pastor Kelly. When I saw the number, I tell you how much it was. My my signing bonus just to sign was seventy-five thousand dollars, and that and that was just to sign the piece of paper. That's all it was. If you sign and say that you're coming with us and you're going to leave this, we're going to give you a check for seventy-five thousand dollars, and then we're also going to give you a six-figure salary to come. Yeah sometimes in life, say sometimes, say all the time, not sometimes, all the time. When we're faithful to somebody else's stuff, God has a way of blessing us with our, say my own, my own stuff. And he makes provision. He makes a way because that is who he is. That is who you are, right? I'm going somewhere. Stay right there. Don't you leave. We, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna work for it today. We, we working for it today. <laughs> I'm in D.C. for two years. Chris Lover, AKA Ludacris decides he wants to be a rapper. They say, hey, will you come and take his position on the radio? V-103 had actually offered me a job first to come back to Atlanta. Radio One wouldn't allow that, right? <laughs> they said, nah, we're not gonna let that happen. So they wouldn't let me out of my contract I moved back to Atlanta To be on the hip hop station Hot 107.9 Bring it down just a little bit Shh. I come back to Atlanta I'm on the radio And a lot of y'all might remember The Down South movement I'll help you if you don't I know some of y'all Y'all ain't been saved all your life they, they just acting like they're holier than they out of here. I'm just super saved. Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly's up front. I need them to know I'm holy. I've been holy all my life. So we started the Down South movement. It was called Coco Brother and the Home Team. But the home team focused on Atlanta only. Nobody knew T.I. So we played the T.I. records. Nobody knew Little John. So we played the Little John records. Nobody knew Bone Crusher. I ain't never scared. And we said, you know what, if you're from up north, we won't play your music because we're gonna support only the home team. And that was the era of the Down South Movement. At that point in my life, I'm making a lot of money. And then all of a sudden, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. But the word of God cannot and will not return back to him. What? Void. And so here it is. Train up a child in the way that he or she should go. And if they depart, surely they will return. And then all of a sudden I'm on the radio getting off the air. Instead of going to the clubs, I found myself going home to just be in the word of God. And now I'm reading the word, and now my faith is growing. Now my life is starting to transform. And then I would go on the radio and I'm trying to make sense now of the songs, because now I'm in the workplace and it just, I'm not comfortable anymore. I'm like, this, this it doesn't feel right. And so here I am trying to play to the window, to the wall <laughs> and I'm trying to make it make sense. So I'm on the radio. I'm like, it's Coco Brother Live. The home team is in the building. Y'all get ready to all the married people, only the married people. You get with your husband and you get in the bedroom and you say to the window, to the wall. (laughs) And I'm making it make sense. And then all of a sudden I'm playing songs like, I'm like, how many of y'all had a bad day? Have anybody just had one bad day? Show of hands. And so I'm like, have anybody had a bad day? And I'm like, if you had a bad day, just beep your horn. And so they beeping the horns. And then I'm like, you know what? And and I'm posting up the record. I'm like, stop fighting with your brothers and your sisters and learn to fight the devil with your mouth. And then I'll play the song. And I'm like, and bust his head wide open right now. Come on, start praying and bust the devil head. And then the song will play. We some head busters. We some head busters. And it got to the point I stopped going to the clubs and I just started laboring in the word. I would wake up in the morning. I was living downtown in Buckhead and I would come out of my condo and I would get a blanket and I would, I kid you not, I would spend at least six to eight hours and I would lay out my blanket and I would just look up to heaven and I would just talk to God. And people thought I was crazy because when 6 o'clock would come, it's time to be on the radio. They'd say, what do you do all day? I said, man, I was just talking to God. I hung out with Jehovah God all day. I said, man, let me tell you something, man. The Holy Spirit is real. And when you're really running after the things of God, people will start to see your life transform. And you're not trying to put on for nobody. You're not trying to act like nothing. You're just being who you are. And that fire was in me. It was in my bones that that the passion for the things of God. And then I'll never forget the guy who let me live in his house. At the time, he was the program director. See, that's why he wouldn't let me go and get the job at V103 because he taught me everything. And he knew I would have been in his competition. But that same guy, he looked at me, he says, let's take a drive. Right now, I think it's called the, the Ponce Market now, right over in that area, where Ponce de Leon and Krispy Kremes, I remember us was driving down that road, and that's how oh, they said, ooh, Krispy Kremes, that sounds so good right now. <laughs> Jeremy's like, yeah. Man, let me tell you, he puts me in the car and he's like, Corey, you're here, but you're not here. And I'm like, what do you mean? He says, you're here, but you're not here. He says, man, I'm listening to you on the radio. It's powerful too. He says, people are getting saved on a secular radio station now. I mean, I'm talking to nothing but sinners. That's it, you know? And I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And God is using me right there, you know? And my contract was up for renewal. And he said, are you going to renew? What are you going to do? Like, you got to make a decision, man. You're at a crossroad. And I'll never forget. I'm going to fast forward the story. I left a six-figure job, almost making close to a million something a year because I gave Jesus a yes. And they looked at me, and they looked at me and they said, what are you going to do for money now? And I said, I don't know. How can we help and what do you want us to do? I said, give me Sunday mornings on this radio station. I said, let me be on from 6, 7 to 10. And if it works, we'll add another hour. And if it really works, give me the whole morning from 6 to, to 12 noon. And then if it really, really, really works, syndicate me on all your mainstream hip hop stations. And so we took the spirit of Jesus to a hip hop generation and we called it the spirit of hip hop. Not only did they give me the whole morning from 6 a.m. to 12, they syndicated us and they put us on stations from here to DC, to you name it, all the way to New York. There was many times in my walk, I was broken. But I watched God bless me in the process. (laughs) The show blew up to be so big that the gospel station, Praise 1025, said, we want to put you on. I told them this, and I'm saying this to you. Never chase money. This is one of those messages. You got to pick it up as, as I'm dropping it. You just got to pick certain things up. Because not only do we overcome by the blood of the, but it's also the word of our, because if God will do it for me, he will do it for you. I'm in the back of Pastor Josh's office and I'm like, Holy Spirit, what do you want to title today? How do you want to flow? And he gave it to me. He says, the ability to press forward. So just make that, that's the title of this, the ability in your own storm to press forward. And so they try to give me a job and I say, I don't want a job. You can't can't hire me. I'll do it for free. But here's the thing. If I show you that on this gospel station that we can win, you're going to have to take and syndicate it on all your radio stations all around the world. Within five, six months, Kelly, it worked. I'm now on a gospel radio station beating V-103, Hot 107.9, but gospel now is beating mainstream. I used to be on six to ten on a secular, now I'm on six to ten on a gospel. And I'm watching God do it. Now it was time to negotiate the contract. I watch God take me from this much money to God blessing me in the millionaire status, just by being faithful. Watch this. Along the way, I get hired by BET. I'm doing Sunday mornings now on BET. I'm packing out the Georgia Dome every year Three years straight, right before they blew up the Georgia Dome, we, we put about 60,000 people in the Georgia Dome. Here's the cool part, we did it for free for the sake of the gospel. Man, you talk about a crushing moment. We had our highs in that season and our lows because, man, we just saw 60,000 people that day, right? Got home, <laughs> looked at all the numbers and the numbers were off. Man, we owed like 100-something grand to the Georgia Dome. He blesses you, then he breaks you, then he blesses you and he breaks you. And then all of a sudden here we are now having to be in our house with the lights off for a week. My little daughter, she thought it was so cool. Dad, we have to do candles every night. This is cool. Didn't know what was going on. Didn't know that we didn't have enough money to keep the lights on. Nobody, how how can you be on top of the mountain at one moment and then the next moment you're, you're low again? Right? <laughs> As we continued to move in life, God just started showing us things. And I just kept giving him a yes. Close your eyes for a second. Everybody close your eyes. And I want you to think about some things that God has shown you. I'm not talking about the little things that God has shown you. I'm talking about the big things. (laughs) I know Pastor Kelly and Pastor Josh, God has had to already show you the whole city. (laughs) Don't give up on that vision and dream. I remember the first day I walked in, I said, y'all going to need a bigger place. (laughs) What is it that God has spoken to you? I never forget when God showed me the 200-acre farm that we own now. We've owned it for 12 years. But when he first showed it to me, we had zero dollars in the bank account. God will show you something in the midst of your drought, in the midst of your brokenness, in the midst of it all, and nobody knows what you're going through. Nobody knows what you're going through. And everybody thinks it's okay and it's all good. But then here you go, God, our Father. He wants to show you more stuff. God, I'm going through this. God, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And you still are showing me things. How in the world are we going to do this? But there's something about, keep that eyes closed, about your yes, yes. And in the midst of your yes, he says, I'll meet you at the point of your faith. There's this one scripture in the Bible that says that he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us. And I hold on to that. I worked the promises of God. And I remember when we went to go purchase the farm, I put down money that I didn't have. I had 30 days to come up with the money. And I had signed a contract and I started moving by faith. And then the first hundred thousand came in the second hundred thousand came in for, you know, it 400,000 had came in for, you know it, We end up hitting a million something. But when, when God said, do it, let me tell you, we was broke as a joke and we were going through our own issues and our own problems keep that eyes closed. What is it that God is telling you to press through it? Because if you just look back at your life right now and see all the things that you've come through, you come through the divorce. You come through the brokenness. You have come through the sickness. You came through it all. And he has never left you. People will look at you and they don't know all the hell that you've gone through Five six years ago. I'm in a car wreck. I die in the car wreck for 13 seconds The man who hits me head-on he passes away. He doesn't come back. They tell me I will never walk again It's one in the morning and I'm serving God in a church down the street and the power of God falls on me I stand up. I get out of the wheelchair I take one step, another step, the ability to believe God at the word and his promise. What is it? What storm are you going through right now that you got to trust God? You can't trust nobody else. Mama won't be there for you. How about this? Sometimes your husband and your wife won't be there for you. Your kids won't be there for you but there's only one person that will never leave you and he'll never forsake you and that's Jesus. It gets hard. Sometimes life can deal you a bad hand. But if you know how the game is really played, you know in the end we win. And every hard moment in life, it's like going to One Life or LA Fitness. It's just strengthening you. The pressure that you feel right now, the weight that you feel right now, the heaviness that you feel right now, that heaviness is only there for one reason, because God can trust you with it, and he's growing you with it and he's giving you a new testimony and a new testimony and another testimony i'll never forget when i was in the car wreck nothing else mattered except for oxygen because i can no longer breathe and everything and i mean everything nothing matters The only thing that mattered at that moment was oxygen. And I never, ever played in the Holy Ghost. I never prayed in the Holy Ghost that loud. But that day, even Paul says I speak in tongues. But that day, the utterance was for me. It was for me. And I have that testimony to die and come back to know that on the other side, what it is. And our voice on the other side is so much louder than what it is here. That's why he says life and death is in the power of our tongue. So you gotta be careful with your words. But that day I screamed out, I said, Jesus, I'm not dying today. I'm not dying. I said, let me just win one more soul. Just one more. Everybody look at me for two seconds. I didn't tell you the part of the testimony that I'm serving God and I feel like I have everything. And then God tells me the shift from the things that I felt like was of God. I'm now syndicated around the world on the number one radio station, on television, everything. And then God says, soon I'm gonna ask you to give me a yes again. I'm making more money than I've ever seen in my life. And I told him, I said, if you want me to do it, I will. And once again, for the second, third time in my life, I left it all. And I walked away from the radio station. I walked away from the TV station. And I went to that farm, Josh, for about a year. People always want to play golf. I'm like, man, go get a John Deere tractor and just get in the field and put your worship music on and watch God talk to you over an open heaven. And so here I am for a whole year. I couldn't do anything because I was in a non-compete. When my non-compete was up, I went back to radio with my own business, with my own company because I've served somebody else. And I watched God in one month. I was only syndicated in 14 major markets like Chicago, New York, Detroit, D.C. But watch this. <laughs> it's like only, right? Yeah. That was a Josh move right there. Josh would be like, flex it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh be on stage. <laughs> man, let me tell you. God gave us 26 radio stations in one month. And we began to start doing crusades again. Going from city to city, packing out stadiums. And I was just like, man, I'm back on top. Like, man, I was I was broken for a whole year. Only for God to bless me again and then I'm gonna tie it all together. That's when the car accident happened. I'm one month and a half into this syndicated radio show having my own car accident happens and now I'm trying to learn to walk again for about a year and a half and they said, you're not gonna walk ever. And I, and I kept telling them, I said, no, I'm gonna run. And they kept laughing at me. I said, no, I'm gonna run you know and say all things oh. but you couldn't tell me that day that all things were working together for the good I'm a guy who constantly stays on the move I'm always moving I'm always on the go it's hard to get me to sit still now I only had two places to go up here and serve God or at right home I'm in a wheelchair During that time, God starts putting me in relationship with the right people. And for you know it, we buy our first radio station. But if I was on the move the way I'm normally on the move, that's the all things work together for the good. I go from being an intern, to being fired, to being homeless. It's been a whirlwind. A heck of a story. Till today at this moment, we own four radio stations. And at the end of the month, we buy one in Augusta, Georgia. We're going to be at number five. (laughs) Sometimes in life, you have to go through the storm. Matter of fact, you will go through the storm. And as you're in the storm, you're gonna look at your own personal finances and yourself and you're gonna say, I don't have enough to do it. Your father in heaven, he owns all things. The currency of heaven, you know what it is? It's relationships. That's why the word of God says, for the heart of the king is in the hand of the father and he'll turn it. Whichsoever way he chooses. So God will give you favor with this millionaire, that billionaire, this person right here who might only have $20,000, but for this particular day, God moves in their heart and says, you know what? Bless them with a thousand. It's just how God moves. We don't chase money. We're not lovers of money. We just know what the word of God says. It says that money answereth all things. So to advance the kingdom and the ministry of Eastgate Church, that's why we bring our offering. That's why we bring our tithe. Oh my gosh. Pastor Josh took me to the back. Come on, give it up for the children's ministry. Come on. I saw the back and I was like, man, incredible. And so you all, like Pastor Josh said, I'm family. From the time that y'all have come over to the arena to the radio station, and I see you all—that's my girl back there. Come on, just wait. That's my—that's my Waffle House girl now. <laughs> I love y'all, but I'm gonna tell you something. Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly could do 50 million altar calls, but until you and your heart decide for Christ I live and for Christ I die and no matter what season I'm going through I'm still going to go with Christ (laughs) there's some seasons I honestly I I just don't know and I'm like God I don't know what that season is about but I can look at all the other seasons when I was saying that right and I know one thing it's going to all work together again for the good Everybody else can leave, but he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And so close your eyes right now. I want to ask just two or three questions, and I want you to be honest. Because this is what I feel prophetically from the first day I walked in here. I told Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly, y'all got to have to get another building because what God is going to do in you and with you and through you it's going to impact the world and I know the first thing of evangelism is that the pastor will preach to you and then your job is to go preach the message to your community on Monday for some of you you should preach it Sunday night you should take Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly's message and take that message and say, man, that was good. Man, if Pastor Joshua would have just added that little bit, I'm going to do it though this time. And you add that little bit to it, the way that God gives it to you, the Holy Spirit will give it to you. And then you know what's going to happen? As God has given it to your pastors, they're giving it to you. But your job is to give it to everybody who you're close to that's your job that is the great commission he says go into the world and preach the gospel and baptize in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit And he promises no matter what he's going to be with us till the end keep those eyes closed because here's my question to you and I want you to be honest how many people this week have you won to Jesus how many people just this week okay, okay okay I'm tripping how many people last month did you win to Jesus okay 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 maybe I'm still tripping in the last six months can you honestly say you've won at least five people to Christ See, Jesus saves, but we win. But Jesus can only save, and we can only win when we preach the gospel. In order for Eastgate to be wall to wall in this building, Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly, they're doing their part, but you got to do your part. To the musicians, you got to do your part too. It's bigger than just playing the instruments. The same question applies to you all. Jeremy, how many people have you won to Christ? Josh, you play the drums great, but how many people have you won to Jesus? Because he'll restore your foot just to give you a testimony. He'll allow you to go through all what you're going through just to talk about the goodness of God just for somebody else. So that's number one. Think about how many people you've won. Now here's the question. Do you really want to win people to Jesus? deep down inside keep the eyes closed and if you really want to win people to Jesus lift your hand right now hi I just want to see you I see you I see you I see you keep it lifted I see you 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 all right put your hands down and for some of you I told you I got three him on my number two for some of you you're saved you know Jesus but man, you lost your fire. Life is just throwing you so many curveballs and you're just like I'm no, I'm over it. I'm just I know God, I know Jesus, I'm saved. I'm just a Sunday Christian. But he's that ain't what he called you to be. He wants you to pick up your mat and walk. He wants you to go tell somebody about who he is. And so maybe you're saved but you know you're not on fire the way you used to be. I'm gonna put my number two and three together. And for some of you in this room, you don't even know Jesus. You wanna know Jesus, but you really don't know him. I'm able to give you my testimony today, you know why? Because I started getting in the word of God. And my parents raised me in the way that I should go and I departed, but I returned. And as I returned, the word of God started producing a bold faith in me. And I started to come to know Jesus for myself. And only the Holy Spirit can draw you in. And maybe at this moment, your heart is like, Jesus, I thought I knew you. But I want to know you more. And for some, you know Jesus but you're just not on fire the way you used to be. If that's you, any of it, keep those eyes closed. Lift that hand right now. Let me see you. I 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 see you. Wow. Hands down. For you all who just raised your hand that said, I want to know Jesus, or I want to rededicate, I think if Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly automatically drafted you into the first call as well, Pastor Josh, you would have a whole team, sir, of disciples that are going out into the world, winning people to Christ. Everybody open your eyes At any given moment, you raised your hand. I just want you to come down here right now. If you raised your hand at any given moment, and I want you to see this. I want you to see this whole building come alive. There's some not safe. There's some, they lost their fire. They're trying to get it back. And there's some in this room. Come on, scoot on out, y'all. Scoot this way. Scoot on in. Come on, y'all. Come closer. Come closer. Come on in. Come on in. Father, I thank you. I told you when we first got together why God put us together. And I've been asking God, like, why are you bringing me over to Eastgate? <laughs> I don't want to be a guest preacher anymore. <laughs> I want to see all of us win the whole city to Jesus. That's what I want to see. I want to see Latino people, white people, black people. I want to, man, let me tell you something. The kingdom of God is 31 flavors, Asian people and all of it. That's the kingdom of God. That is the king. This is the kingdom of God right here. This is it. And you know, you know what? The most powerful churches always start like this. And as they get bigger and bigger, then they just care about membership, yeah. tides and offering and all of that. But let me tell you something. We? will you invite me back like in like six weeks, five weeks?
0: What do y'all think? Yeah! yeah.
1: My, my greatest gift that I, I operate in god has blessed me with the gift of faith and i have a heart of an evangelist and i know how to take all of you to win a city to where it won't be room enough for anybody to be in here all right because that's what i do well i know my gift we didn't put sixty thousand people in the georgia dome by accident right But this is what you all have to do. In the next six weeks, Pastor Kelly and Pastor Josh are going to be prepping you and preparing you because the thing about it, all these new unsaved people can come through the door. But if you're not ready to receive them, if you're not ready to receive them, you're going to lose them. You don't want them to be like, man, they're just like all the other religious people. I'm out. You don't want that. And so in these next six weeks, I'll come over at least every other week. You let me know when. Is there any way, you they're like cards? Do you have cards? Do y'all do that here? Yeah. yeah. Can we get, I want everybody that's here, I need y'all to fill out a card, right? And I need to know who you are. And I need Pastor Kelly to get those cards. And we're going to have a meeting. And I'm going to come back for this meeting. And for you all on on the card, if you're not saved, just say, I'm not saved. I want to know more about Jesus. Hey, I'm not on fire the way I used to be. I want to be on fire. Hey, I'm not baptized. I want to be baptized. And then we'll follow up. We'll follow up with everybody that's here, right? Okay. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have a party, though. Okay. So when y'all come, it's going to be on a weekday. Okay. It'll be on a weekday or maybe on the weekend, Friday, I don't know, I'll get with Pastor Josh,
2: I'll give with Pastor Josh.
1: I will give with pastor josh i do not know what's going on, but whatever it is, there's going to be a lot of food, a lot of fun, but we're coming together for one reason, to reunite our fires together, right. okay. so that I can join my fire with your fire, because let me tell you, brother, you, you can reach people I can't reach, and let me tell you something, sister, you can reach people I can't reach, But guess what? I can reach people that some of you all can't reach. Let's have a power day at Eastgate, to where all of us are in this room like, oh my gosh. Because I'm gonna tell you something. When you all were singing and worshiping, I've been all around the world. And I've been in some churches where the Holy Ghost ain't there. Let me tell you something. God is in this house. Come on. God is in this house. (laughs) Pastor Kelly, she has the cards. Um, Pastor Kelly, can can you, I want to see these cards in their hands and I don't want them to leave. Let let me tell you something. This is the evangelist that's in me because when I was in that car wreck, I was like, God just let me live just, just to win one more. And the funny thing is the fire guy that was cutting me out of the car, I'm trying to get him saved. He's like, brother, I I don't know no Jesus. That's what he was telling me. And I I, I was like, you are a man of God, this and this and that. And I don't know where that man is today, but I know one thing, God was in that car and I guarantee you he's saved somewhere right now. And so I don't want to miss this moment right here because this catch today, all of us, I know some of y'all been going here for a while and y'all been y'all just been warming the bench that's all but we're going to get you onto the field we're going to get onto the field and so everybody get a card fill it out and when you get ready to leave somebody's going to be at that door and you you, you give the card and i'm pretty sure pastor Joshua's is going to shoot out an email and we're going to get together and we're going to let you know the day that we're going to come together But Josh, I want to serve Eastgate. I want to take the radio station. I want to take the radio station. I want to take everything that we have, and I just want to lay it at your feet. So, (laughs) So everything I have, you now have. But between now and the next six weeks, as we go into week seven, the number seven is what? Completion. Y'all probably missed it the other day. Was seven seven twenty-three. somebody brought it to my. I was like, oh my gosh, today's the day of completion. So, Josh, if you if you would allow, not only me to serve, but our radio station team and crew, to come in and serve. Let's do it.